pay attention. Maybe you'll learn how to be smart like me. Is Anna Delvey an almost American hero or the quintessential villain of our times? She is everything that is wrong with America right now. And she's not even American. In 2018, a New York Magazine article by Jessica Pressler set the gossip world ablaze with the tale of an unknown Russian immigrant who had lived a life of decadent luxury and swindled New York's rich and famous out of hundreds of thousands of dollars before she was imprisoned with charges of larceny and theft of services. As we watch her story play out in Inventing Anna, we can see that Delvey, whose real name is Sorokin, wasn't so much a con artist as an illusionist. She made money appear, as if from nowhere, lived in some of Manhattan's fans fanciest hotels, dressed in couture, and came within touching distance of securing many million dollars in loans to set up a private member's Club Kumart Foundation. I want the Anna Delvey Foundation to be a space for the wealthy, a refuge from the outside world. There's something impressive about the clever structure of her lies and the audacity of her self-creation. Anna stole a Jet. I really do like her. As she convinced the upper echelons of New York's elite, she was one of them, and even almost conned the hard data-seeking institutions of banks and private equity. No one gets into Fortress without keys, and the only keys are money or power. If Anna did it, she displayed some pretty amazing financial talent. Here's our take on why Anna Delvey embodies the 21st century American dream gone haywire in a fake-it-till-you-make-it world that treats image as reality and whether we can take any lessons from the Anna Delvey playbook on how to hustle. It started with money, as it so often does in New York. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get notified about all our new videos. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Right now, you can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash the take. Maybe therapy has been on your to-do list for a long time. It's one of those things you know would greatly improve your mental health and happiness, but life gets in the way, right? I felt the same until I found BetterHelp, and therapy became more convenient and easy to access than ever. BetterHelp is professional therapy done securely online. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and you can do your sessions with them from the comfort of your home. BetterHelp is also affordable and if it's still out of your price range, financial aid is available. The testimonials on their website speak to just how much this service has helped people. Take this review of one user's therapist. It was important for me to be matched with someone who wouldn't just sugarcoat or tell me I'm doing everything right. Her keen insight, suggestion, and gentle yet firm callouts have been so, so, so critical in my growth and continued personal and relational work. So are you ready to start improving your life today? Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the take. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash the take. Here's a breakdown of the rules of Anna's playbook as portrayed in Inventing Anna. Be whoever they want you to be. Inventing Anna draws out how Anna is almost like a shapeshifter. And this is Anna, 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 Anna. Who is this person? How many Annas is she? No two people remember her in the same way. The bitch knew how to dress. Chic, Parisian, couture. Zara off the rack? someone with money, I didn't understand it. She's a master of understanding her audience and morphing to become whatever the person she's convincing thinks the wealthy elite appear and act like, reflecting how we all actually have very different ideas of who we think a rich person is. Look, her face was basic, peasant face, which is how you know she was legitimately wealthy. Be bold and crazy confident. As the Latin proverb goes, fortune favors the brave. Anna has killer ego. Her moves are audacious, and she thinks bigger than anyone else. 
Maybe it's what's helped the both of us going forward if you stop thinking about me like everyone else. Like basic, you know? Convince yourself to invent yourself. Then one day, she steps into her own frame, considers herself to be worthy. She takes a leading role in her work. This is not dress up. This is bravery. Anna's got the aristocratic story, while Vivian wonders if it's the opposite, if Anna's father was a gangster and a con man. But actually, maybe more disturbingly, Anna's origins are very normal. Her family turns out to be kind, regular parents who can't understand her behavior. And sometimes you have a child that she's a stranger under your roof. Anna evidently appeared from nowhere, and she somehow became 100% sure of her own inner elite nature. I speak seven languages. I have a photographic memory. I'm a mathematical genius. And I have a talent for business. I'm gifted, brilliant. She truly knows she's an aristocrat. It's just that this isn't based on her past, but on her future. This club, this foundation, will be who I am, what I am. Um. Use a recognizable yet vaguely unintelligible backstory. Anna's persona of the German heiress from old European money is something that the Americans she's fraternizing with don't question because old money doesn't exist in the U.S. in the same way. Delvey grasps how to situate oneself within the narrative shorthands and genres we rely on for the stories we have of each other and the circles we categorize people as belonging to. You can always tell by the wine order. Anna ordered like generational wealth. Regions, years, Anna belonged. Don't spare the details. Anna does her research and with her exceptional memory, masterfully reflects the countless cultural signifiers of belonging in the in-crowd. I meet a lot of fame, hungry, new money, rich girls of Instagram. Anna Delvey was the real deal. How do you know that exactly? It's in the details. She projects the particular psychology and attitude needed to make her portrait of a super rich person feel authentic. That bitch was flawless. I don't mean fashion sense, I mean real taste. She knew all the right things to say and do. Be kind of mean. Her cold, steely, mean girl edge gives her a charisma that draws people to her. And she was mean. I was dying to be her friend. And that was her gift. Anna Delvey was a queen bitch, but the way that she did it made you feel like she was queen bitch for a reason. Part of her con is flipping a rich person's paranoia, standoffishness, and rejectivity onto them. So I've definitely seen you at Soho House, right? <laughs> I, I'd rather hang out at the McDonald's. But it's not enough to just act the part. Anna's act is persuasive because she lives and breathes the lifestyle she wants with full commitment. This requires actually spending a lot of money. It's $1,700 a night. And she paid it. She paid every dime including frequenting the best hotels, restaurants, and fashion houses, and tipping with hundreds. To do this, she has to know that money isn't real. To pull off her plans, she doesn't actually need a lot of money, just the illusion of it. As people believe that she has wealth, the money as good as exists. It's how she's able to get in everywhere, steal a chartered jet for the weekend, or spend a week on a yacht that doesn't belong to her. The cost alone for keeping the captain and crew on a yacht for an extra week is... <laughs> It's about the same as if they'd push Hen's Tesla off the dock. And it's because Anna doesn't believe in money as something real that she can be so absurdly bold and convincingly spend the way only a truly super rich person would. The girl's a walking ATM. It's still about who you know. Seems like you know everyone. Nah, uh, I know a few people. <laughs>
At points, we see Anna living a high life without spending a dime thanks to a boyfriend who pays for everything and free housing from an ultra-elite socialite friend of a friend. Well, I'm off. Think of me in Paris working four runway shows in three days, like a normal, while you two lounge here in my life. Knowing important people introduces Anna to more important people until she's hanging out with actually absurdly rich figures, which leads to concrete opportunities. Fortress is gonna fund your loan. Congratulations. And this is the core of her playbook, fake it till you manifest it. Her story exposes that much of modern success is about creating the image of it in order for the reality to follow. It's why even in prison, Anna is obsessed with her narrative, appearance, and presentation. What's you wearing? You look Paul. You're wearing, what are those? Coveralls? I'm in prison, but I still accessorized it and had it pressed. Even now, post-conviction, thanks to the press she's received, Delvey has the global attention she always wanted. And what do you think I want? You want to be famous. And she reportedly got significant money from Netflix, which covered some payouts to victims and legal fees, while her large social media followings suggest she could leverage her fame into ongoing rewards. All that said, as we dig into this Anna Delvey playbook, the bigger question arises, even setting aside whether it might land us in Rikers, would we actually want to follow this path and practice the dark art of the hustle? As much as all these tenets of Delvey's playbook helped her rise up in the hustle, she had a good life. We can also see how taking them too far led to her downfall. She shapeshifted too much. Discrepancies in her story are part of what led Fortress to devote more scrutiny to her background while considering her loan. She alienated the influential people she knew. She convinced herself so much she fell for her own hype. You are the real Damn. And her grandiose lies led to more lies, until she was in high-stakes situations where she had to put down serious cash before she could lock in actual cash flow. Beyond all that, there are major ethical and personal downsides to the Anna Delvey playbook. Namely, you have to accept that your whole life is a scam. As a result of her lies, nothing in Anna's life is real. Her boyfriend Chase is another liar and scammer who doesn't really take her seriously and is, at first, after her supposed money. You know you're just a walking piggy bank in his eyes. And many of her friends are there for the glossy lifestyle they think Anna pays for. Did you ever pay for a drink? Spa treatments, facials, infrared saunas, massages, nail salons. No. You never pay for any of these things. And as for the few actual friends in her life, to stick to her plan, Anna has to be willing to hurt anyone who gets close. While we might not mind that Anna embarrassed powerful rich people and elite businesses, and everyone hates banks and everyone thinks hotels overcharged, she also took money from people who weren't rich at all and traumatized those who thought she was their friend. But I don't know if that ability to trust will ever change, if I'll ever be able to let someone in. Not believing at all in the reality of money means Anna doesn't really feel how her crimes have harmed people. Give me back that money, please, Anna. Why are you being like this so dramatic? While money is invisible, and Anna is right that it's based on a certain fiction of consensus, it's also one of the realest things in the world due to its impact, and the consequences of stealing it can be devastating to victims. You're the victim of this crime? Yes, I'm the victim. Anna's lifestyle also leads her to hurt or use other women. Anna's boldness and badassery draws other women to her. I appreciate a woman who doesn't try to impress, who isn't afraid, who doesn't give a f and there's an interesting feminist streak in the way both Anna and her friend Neff embolden Vivian to assert what she wants and take it for herself. You want something. You want to take from Anna. 
Be bold enough to admit that. Preferring authentic female power over fake selfless rhetoric about helping other women. You showing up with a latte and a smile, hoping I'll help you because you care about women and society. Still, Anna perpetuates sexism. She uses expressly gendered insults. Are you, are you pregnant? Are you just so very, very fat? And views everyone, women included, as fair game in her schemes. She doesn't care about me at all. Did she care about me at all? Or was I, I just another con? Just as wealthy Nora's old girls club is ultimately just as exclusionary a set of gatekeepers as an old boys club, Anna's dream of creating the Anna Delvey Foundation, an exclusive club of her own, isn't about changing the status quo. She just wants to reap its top rewards. The pinnacle of the global arts world, and I will stand at the top of it. The gatekeeper and the glue. To follow Anna's playbook is to chase the wrong American dream. But she's not, she's a kid, an immigrant kid uh, who came to this country for the American dream. Please don't wrap the flag around this little psycho. Anna's spin on the immigrant trying to make it big in NYC is like today's wild warped version of the American dream spinning out of control. Anna's self-made rise makes it clear she genuinely had the eye, taste, and a lot of the skills required to make it in the art and business worlds. I read them. You can't be done that fast. I have an eidetic memory. Quiz me. She's actually a lot more impressive as a person who created all this from scratch than if she had been a hard-partying heiress. Earning it beats inheriting it. So in one light, she reflects this country's core myths of immigrants, underdogs, and self-invented heroes respecting the hustle as above all else, and proving anything is possible. No rich parents, no connections, no fancy school pedigree. There's a little bit of Anna in all of us. She's a contortion of the classic Robin Hood story, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, in this case, herself. Yet in the deep frustration, confusion, and hurt left in her wake, Anna's story shows us that the way we think we have to make it in today's world can be brutal, with a lot of collateral damage. The truth is, that life of wild amounts of money and superficial friendships isn't actually very fulfilling if your life is empty and fake. As Vivian's partner Jack reminds us, Anna's version of the American dream has lost track of what was good in the old one, and maybe it's time to remember. Anna's in jail. You know what's remarkable? Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, working for what you have. This is The Take on your favorite movie shows and culture. Subscribe so you can watch all of our videos.